0: Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib. Thank you to everyone who has been continuing to listen to us. Um, rate us on iTunes. Let us know, let us know what you think. We have thoroughly enjoyed your emails, your messages. We're getting a lot more of those. And so thanks for all the encouragement. And please share this with a girlfriend or a woman, you know, in, in your life that may need to hear some uplifting motivation on their way to work or something. But... Welcome to all the new listeners. Um, You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. You can follow us on Facebook, Adamser Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Adamser Podcast. Um, We have a website, AdamserPodcast.com. Subscribe to the website so you are updated on all new episodes and new blogs every week. We have a new episode every Tuesday, a new blog every Wednesday. (laughs) This episode... We <laughs> it's called Girl Check. This was Jesse's episode. I'm gonna yes. let Jesse say why she wanted to do this episode.
1: I absolutely was kind of excited about this episode. Here's what why I wanted to do this. So a while back, um, shortly after this most recent breakup, I ain't gonna lie. I had a little wild out moment. Not wild out like you think, but wild out like just I just kind of was having some some missed out fun you know what I mean like I hadn't gotten out I hadn't been out I hadn't done anything for a while while I was in that relationship I really hadn't spent time with my friends and so it was like I was playing catch up right I was like catching up for lost time and uh, I got a little too comfortable with my fun maybe Mm -hmm. at least what sharing what I was doing and it's not like I was like doing anything, like, totally like, oh, my God. But it was just kind of like the things that I was putting out there on social media, some of the things that I would say, just a little too much freedom. And uh, my girl, Lindsay, she picked up the phone and she called me. (laughs) And it was so cute because before we even got past the hello, she's like, you all right? (laughs) I've been seeing your post. You good? (laughs) And it was funny because in the moment I didn't realize that something was wrong. Like, and it took talking to her, but she called me with the um, heart to kind of reel her sister back in because I was getting a little loose, and I was starting to kind of lose my direction again. And uh, and and that phone call, she was just like, you know. What we do and how we are as women and 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 sisters in Christ and men, women in ministry, we've got to protect what our we got to protect our our, uh, our our witness. We've got to protect ourselves and what we're putting out there. And she really just kind of brought me back down to earth. You know what I mean? She humbled me in the moment, and it was something to say about our friendship and our relationship in that moment as friends and as sisters because. More often than not, unfortunately too often, we get caught up with friends who just give us the ability and the go-ahead to act a fool. Mm -hmm. They give us permission to wild out. They give us permission to have all these little boot things on the side. They they think it's cool and they high-five us for having multiple bays and and all of that. But it's rare when you have a friend and a sister that will call you and be like, let me check you. Mm -hmm. But with so much love. I mean, because my gosh, she didn't say one thing to me that offended me. Everything she said to me was real. And I felt the love behind every word that came out of her mouth. And she was like, I really hope you're not offended. I'm like, there's nothing you (laughs) said that could offend me. Because as sisters... What came from her mouth, it was received in my heart. And so I really wanted to do this episode because in that moment, I'm like, this is an example of what sisterhood is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. This is what sisterhood looks like. And I just think that too often we yell out sisterhood all day, but we don't really know how to operate Mm -hmm. within sisterhood. And so I'm excited about this episode because this helps teach about... Accountability amongst sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can we talk about it pretty generally, but I, I think that this was a really powerful thing to be able to talk about how to properly be a, be an accountability partner for your sister. Yeah, and so I want to thank Lindsay for being that sister because you I love, welcome. I, love I my thank friends. you too. Yes, I love <laughs> my friends dearly, but I do have some that would just let me wild out. But I appreciate more the ones who will remind me, yo. That ain't what we were out, we ain't about that <laughs> life. that ain't you, so what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that was why I wanted to do this episode mm-hmm.
0: i and I thoroughly enjoyed. I liked the idea. I was like, you're right, because we don't talk about it enough. And I feel like God always has something to show us. And mm-hmm. I feel that he often does it within our relationships, mm-hmm. especially with girlfriends. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. God continues in Scripture to reinforce the importance of real community and of real friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you would say, my God, he had 12 brethren surrounding him. That, not necessarily for an accountability, because Jesus was perfect. Right. But he had a cruel 12 himself. He so had was, a crew. you know, trying to... So these check one another. <laughs> right, right, right. And one of my core beliefs personally is that God is just as concerned with me living a meaningful and purposeful, purposeful life on this earth as he is with our eternal souls. Because exactly. this life is a gift. Mm-hmm. If we got to live it, we might as well live it to the fullest. And so your trials and obstacles should remind you of your need for him. But I believe that he reveals to us every day and through other people his character through his kindness, his goodness, and his love. Mm-hmm. So accountability is going to be essential for reaching a goal and keeping a commitment and experiencing growth. Because mm-hmm. I think accountability is one of the most precious elements that can be added to a true, meaningful friendship. But on the flip side, when one of your girlfriends checks you or tells you that she has to step away because she feels that God is maybe taking her to new heights and maybe she feels that you're not helping her get there, don't get mad at her. (laughs) You know, you should value and thank her for being honest and loving you enough to either tell you about yourself or loves herself enough to know when to walk away from you for that season. Yeah. And that's so
1: powerful. And honestly... (laughs) This is what I've been talking about. <laughs> we, women, we've got to stop getting so mad. My <laughs> God. You sound mad now. <laughs> well, because it's, it's, it's frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes because, like, I am one of those women where my friends are allowed to say stuff to me. And it's mm-hmm. okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They are allowed to say, Jessica, you look fat. And I'm going to receive that. They're allowed to say, ew, maybe not that shade of lipstick. You look a little weird. <laughs> like, they're allowed to talk to me. They're allowed to tell me things. But as women, we get so uh, offended so easy. And and, and I swear, this is not even, I mean, no shade when I say this because I am a black woman. But I notice this typically more amongst African-American women. We get so offended and we go all out of our way to do all these things, to look like these girls on TV. But when we got a friend that's right here that's like, nah, that ain't you. We want to get mad at her. Do you know why I think, why black women
0: probably tend to get mad? Because we're so... Competitive? No, oh. because I feel like we get so, not beat down, but we get so criticized and yes. at, at our workplace because of just who we are. Uh, no, I'm just be honest. We <laughs> be transparent. I feel like sometimes being a black woman in predominantly white workplace or white wherever, sometimes you can kind of feel like, man, no one gets me. I'm being criticized for this, but she just did the same thing and she ain't been criticized. So then when my girlfriend criticizes me too, because I can't go off for work, I'm gonna go off on you instead. <laughs> right. That's how why I feel like sometimes as a black woman, we can't take each other's criticism out of love because I feel like we're already being criticized. Throughout all the rest of our lives and every other aspect, and the last thing I feel like sometimes we want to hear is from someone else that's like us. You know what I'm saying? I get that's that. That's how I feel. I get <laughs> that, and 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 I
1: I can understand that. Um, but I also feel like when do we we gotta have we gotta have that place, that person, or that thing? We gotta have that now that where we're safe to just mm-hmm. be okay. Mm-hmm. And I and I, who who better than your sister? Mm-hmm. Who better than a girl who looks just like you yeah. and understands your same struggle mm-hmm. and is and is in your same position every single day? Mm-hmm. And so, like for me, I, that's why sometimes it's that most of the time it's easy for me to take criticism from my friends, mm-hmm. simply because at the end of the day, a I know for a fact nobody on earth knows me better than my friends do. Right. I mean. In in this current place in my life, my own family doesn't even know me probably as well as some of my friends because I'm very selective about what I share and who I share it with. Mm -hmm. And so my friends get pieces of me and parts of me that maybe my mom and my dad won't get just because my mom and my dad are not a 30-year-old black woman. And my mom and my dad are not a single parent. And, you know what I mean? My friends, though, they can relate to almost every aspect of my life. and so um, And they can relate to certain struggles. And so my friends know about my weight loss journey mm-hmm. and they know how I can get about my size mm-hmm. and they also know how I can get about my wardrobe mm-hmm. and so if I got on a dress that's just a little too much <laughs> Lindsay's gonna tell me you're doing too much and it's okay for Lindsay to tell me that and it's okay for me to receive that like it's okay <laughs> yeah. and I just think that we've got a balance I mean black women in general specifically but we've got a balance like when we need to put on the fight, but when mm-hmm. we need to let go, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't always have to be so defensive with your sister. Yeah. You don't. And when I use the word sister, I obviously ain't talking about blood sisters. I'm talking about friends. Mm-hmm. But true friendship is like a sisterhood if you really, if you operate in it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're, we got to just, we got to stop being so ready, all the time. Like we stay ready for to pop off. Mm-hmm. We stay ready. And I understand as a black woman, yes, we are unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, because we always are known for how we have to push through and, yeah. and our and how strong we are. And don't get it twisted. Women are strong. Yeah. But it's almost like the moment we want to be vulnerable and the moment we want to be weak, then we're viewed something is viewed more negatively than it is as a positive. Mm-hmm. When the reality is weakness and vulnerability is just as okay mm-hmm. as strength yeah. and a good beat face. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, like, it, and it, but again, it's all about finding that safety. Mm-hmm. But your sister should be that safety. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> she should be. Now, we'll talk about the mother ones in a minute. But- <laughs> Your sister should be your safety.
0: Yeah. And let's not forget that God is not the only person on this earth that knows everything. Because believe it or not, Mm -hmm. Satan knows your weaknesses and he knows when you're vulnerable too. He knows when you and your husband are fighting and possibly feeling that someone else might better understand and sympathize with you. He knows when your child has been punished by you and is now feeling spiteful. He knows when things are not going well at your job and how how to direct you to that bar on the way home. Mm -hmm. So where do you find help during all of this? We want to do what is right in the sight of God, yet your flesh is weak. So what do you do? Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens his friend's countenance. Now, when it's ref- referencing your friend's countenance, that means that it's their look or their expression of encouragement and moral support. Mm-hmm. So when is the last time you had a friend call you to just ask how you were doing? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you called a friend and asked her if she needed to talk? Encouragement and moral support from a friend are sometimes the missing ingredients in fighting the battle against Satan. Mm-hmm. Because being accountable to one another can provide those missing ingredients. And we've all been there, right? You know, feeling the weight of our guilt or our shame as a result of sins that we have fallen into or feeling ashamed of ourselves of times when we've been deceived with attacks from the enemy. You know, we repent, we ask God to forgive us and strengthen us. But as we battle through these struggles on a daily basis, we realize that we can't rough it alone. We need accountability. We need encouragement. and We need support from friends and others, you know, living their lives to serve and to love Jesus just like you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. However... I feel like many times we find ourselves bottling up our struggles and keeping them to ourselves. I just called Jessica yesterday because I had something bottled up inside of me. Yep. So how many times <clears throat> does someone ask you, how are you doing? Do you truly mean, oh, I'm good? Yep. Why are we so afraid to open up and admit that we're hurting and struggling to the people who probably genuinely care about care. how that you're, how you're really doing? Yep. <laughs> and our reasons for hiding the tears with with these insincere smiles may differ But I struggled with feeling that I had to deal with my struggles alone. Mm -hmm. I felt, again, just when I called Jessica, really just in general, I felt undeserving sometimes of of others going out of their way to support and help build me up. Mm. So I felt that that would just be asking for too much, right? That would be – I felt like that would be a selfish request. You know, my thoughts would be, well – I need to focus on loving others the way that Jesus did. Or I want to support those around me and be there for my friends and family you know, when they need me. I want to you know, love selflessly. But how can that be accomplished when I selfishly ask for my needs to be met instead? That's how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize that this is, was exactly what the enemy wanted me to think. And there were times when I felt my insecurities regarding my self-image were destroying my confidence, literally leaving me feeling torn on the inside. And I was you know, a little unsure of who I was and lacked confidence confidence in my abilities to to use my gifts and my talents to serve Christ. And so, you know, my heart will get distracted, you know, by the struggles going on inside of me and distracted by wanting a friend to lean on, but feeling I would be selfish and asking for too much if I were to ask for someone to support me and allow me to open up and admitting that I was feeling attacked. Mm -hmm. But I was... I felt like that was hindering my spiritual growth because I felt like I had to pretend I was doing good, one hundred percent of the time when I really was just stuck in a rut of insecurities and I mm-hmm. didn't know how to break. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was forgetting something very essential. And so one time I was talking to a friend of mine who, um, who could tell I was hurting. It wasn't you, but it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. I think this is mm-hmm. like a while ago. But I was talking to a friend of mine who could tell I was hurting, and and then they they brought something to my attention. He said that his he's he noticed um, and confronted me about hiding. Okay, how can I say this? His noticing and his confronting me about hiding, you know, my feelings whats God's way of telling me that I need to stop feeling ashamed, stop feeling afraid and selfish about admitting I was discouraged and needed help. Mm. So by him offering that love and support and that encouragement and building up, you know, fellow members of the body of Christ is a two-way street. Yeah. Because we're not only called to love God and to love others, but we're also called to share in our walks with others instead of just trying to grow spiritually alone. Because even Jesus didn't allow himself to be alone. Like I said, you know, this whole son of God, this perfect man surrounded himself with 12 other dudes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Jesus may have lived a sinless life, but he was still tempted and he was still very much human. So I feel like if Jesus saw the importance of serving in a ministry with 12 other people, Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, going through this life alone, then we definitely should not serve in this spiritual journey alone either.
1: Mm, That's real. I am um, listening to you and knowing like, that that's how you felt and why you kind of keep things so bottled up insane because I feel the same way, mm-hmm. hence the fact I keep a lot of things bottled up as well. Um, I think that the reason we get that way, it goes back to what I was saying before, I think Unfortunately, Sisterhood has taken on a new look. Mm-hmm. It looks a little different now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, a lot of women now look at Sisterhood and they think of the crew on Love and Hip Hop yeah. and the basketball girls and the mm-hmm. football wives or yeah. if they even have a show or housewives. Wait, or so. Whatever it is. All these chicks with these shows, right, mm-hmm. and all these wives and all this, mm-hmm. right. But the fact of the matter is, that is a paycheck. That yeah. is not a sisterhood.
0: Right. <laughs> you should take Le- that.
1: Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is legit what that is. Like, they get paid to act the way they act. Mm-hmm. Half of them really don't talk outside of the show. Like, I mean, it, it, and it's unfortunate that society is like created in our minds that this is what it looks like. And so, and then you get such a negative light shone on a woman when she is vulnerable when she's crying when she's weak when she's discouraged and because for whatever reason somewhere in the world they've changed this too like women are supposed to be like superpower to have superpowers and super capes and and all this jazz like all the time yeah. every day all day They're supposed <laughs> to be able to be fine oh, yeah. every single day <laughs> when the reality is we're not I'm not fine every day. Mm -hmm. I am not okay every day. Mm -hmm. But it is okay not to be Be okay. okay. We've said that before. And and the fact is, I want people, I want women to feel more comfortable with not being okay. And I know that sounds nuts, but it's true. I want women to be more comfortable not being okay. Because we are here. That's what you got your friends for. Because when you're not okay, your real friends are going to be okay for you. Yeah. They're going to pray with you. That is the whole point. That is what God created us to be. Mm-hmm. We are not, we were not created just to serve him and us mm-hmm. only. There's a whole nother responsibility on us to make sure that the kingdom, the, the people within the kingdom of God are, are good. Yeah. When my sister is down, luckily God's given me enough strength to pick her up
0: mm-hmm.
1: because God uses people. Just FYI. <laughs> and he might use you. Yeah. And so we've got to step away from this negative thing. Like we gotta stop thinking that everything is so bad. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. It is okay to be not okay and it is okay to have your sister's back. Yeah. It's okay to let her cry with you and cry on your shoulder. It's okay to pat her back. It's okay to love on her. It's okay to just be there. It is really okay. And we and that will then make in the long run, the cause and the effect here is that when you allow that space to be okay, to be not okay, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um when you open up that space and when you create that space and when you create the and when you provide that safety that's needed and that security that's needed. More women will start to kind of like let go of this, let down that guard mm-hmm. that I can't be this or I have to keep this smile on. We got to stop hiding behind these masks. Mm-hmm. These masks are, are hiding things that don't need to be hidden.
0: Yeah.
1: We're suppressing things that don't need to be suppressed all because we don't think we deserve somebody to support us. All because we've given so much, and let's be real. Because sometimes we give so much to a man, and w- with the expectation that they would have our back, right? And then we've been let down so often by right. men, a man, <laughs> that then all of a sudden we just project all that onto our girlfriends, yeah. and we think that our sisters can't have our back. If mm-hmm. our man can't have right. our back, then our sisters can't. <laughs> Lies from the pit. Okay. <laughs> if anything, that's who you know gonna have your yeah. back. Your sister <laughs> gonna have your back before a dude does. <laughs> And no shade, guys, but that's just real. That's just real. We've got to learn how to put more trust into our Mm -hmm. sisters and more power into the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Because... The greater the number and the greater the unity, but amongst us, the more power that's there. And then when the enemy is trying to destroy us mentally, because that is where the enemy attacks us as women, he attacks our hearts and our minds. Yeah. He gets in that mind, and all of a sudden we start thinking stuff we ain't supposed to be thinking. Mm-hmm. And then we be making rides across by Dudes' cribs, and we be doing drivebys to see who. Well, I got time for that. Good, you <laughs> don't. I don't either. But I know too many that have right. because <laughs> the enemy then crept up in that head mm-hmm. and started making them think that they're not good enough and that yeah. they're and that. They They have to prove some point, but
0: needless to say. And I mean, to all the women out there, don't break your girlfriend's trust so she doesn't feel like she can has a sister now. Exactly, that's a
1: whole nother. I think then that's we, a No, we're not going to get on that. That's Don't another you. episode.
0: <laughs> but I want to read a scripture too. in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. I can never say that. <laughs> Chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. It says that two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can help keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked or defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided core is not easily broken. I think that scripture speaks That's for a bunch of words to read it. Yeah. But I also want to point out, and I have a list, and we're almost out of time. So, <laughs> But this episode is going to go a little long because I like this episode. So I really think we just need to linger on a little bit longer. So mm-hmm. stick with us, y'all. Mm-hmm. So the body of Christ is interconnected, right? And so we we have a duty to each other to build each other up. It says in James chapter 5, verse 16, "...confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective." So girl checking can be helpful in the battle to overcome sin. A girl check can be there to encourage you, it can be there to even rebuke you, mm-hmm. to teach you, rejoice with you and weep with you. So you need to check your girl if she's not celebrating your victories with you. Yep. I want to point that out. Yeah. So on the re- I have a list of the reasons why we need accountability. <laughs> So, that list. I love it. because I, I feel like that just kind of brings it home don't clown me about my list so I'm for them one thing is that when we hold each other accountable it kills isolation yeah so why do we isolate ourselves during some of our loneliest times is my question because we know in our heads that our loved ones and friends will be there for us but we so often choose to walk alone during our darkest hours ashamed to share that pain so when you connect right embarrassed right mm-hmm. so when you connect with a friend and choose to open up, there is an immediate freedom. Our isolation vanishes and a pathway is cleared for trust and vulnerability. So this leads to a deeper connection where accountability can be set up. Yeah. So next thing is, is when we hold each other accountable, it encourages us. So good friends can be our best cheerleaders. Yes. However, it's your job to let them know what they are to be cheering for. So this doesn't mean that you have to tell every single friend your current life goal or every single heartbreaking trial, but letting someone know into um, sharing your burdens is powerful. So to have a friend alongside you and praying with you and for you is better than any affirmation that you can give to yourself. So just try it out one day. See what, see, see what happens. Because mm-hmm. you'll find that the more you encourage, the more you encourage yourself, it's a win-win for both ladies, exactly. right? Exactly. And then... When we hold each other accountable, it challenges us, right? So we are made to enjoy each other, and just as much um, as that, we are created to shoot um, each other on and not accepting, you know, mediocrity, but demanding it, um, but demanding better, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so Jessica and I don't give up on each other. Just for example, you know, we're strong when the other is weak, just like Jessica said. And when we're leaning on each other during these in during these, you know, in between times. And so friendships that challenge go beyond a weight loss goal. They go mm-hmm. beyond New Year's resolution completions. Because yep. oftentimes, our best friends are the <laughs> ones who are not afraid of ruffling our selfish, selfish feathers. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, they, they really press into us. And they call us out. And this is the real work of love in action, in my opinion. By engaging, by listening, and soaking in the challenge, we can encounter bigger growth and more changes into becoming the people that we seek to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, do anything?
1: No, okay. keep going.
0: And then lastly, when we hold each other accountable, it points us back to God. Mm. So our friendships are bigger than our problems. They are bigger than that terrible blind date. They're just bigger than all that, right? And I feel like that my best moments in my friendships are when we are compelled to reorient our thinking and remember the truth, Mm. his truth Mm -hmm. specifically. And um, in Hebrews, it said, so when, so then... In Hebrews, it says. (laughs) So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he has faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. And that was Hebrews um, chapter 4, verse 14 and 16. So whenever you feel afraid, selfish, ashamed, embarrassed, or feel that there's any excuse not to ask for support from your sisters in Christ, Mm -hmm. you're falling into the enemy's trap. Having a Christ centered community is going to be vital for your spiritual growth. And Satan will do whatever it takes to prevent you from receiving the benefits that the body of Christ provides. Because, again, it's all interconnected. And struggling, feeling alone is enough to tear you down with discouragement. Mm-hmm. God didn't create his people to be alone, nor did he create you to struggle alone. So, absolutely nothing should ever stop you or make you feel undeserving of seeking help from the people that God has placed into your life to walk with you so no matter how deeply you feel that you've sinned or how embarrassed you are because of the attacks that you faced the worst thing that you can do is bottle up your struggles and attempt to fight through the battles alone (laughs) and real talk if you don't have any friends email us
1: okay girl we will will have your your friend from a distance (laughs) okay look that's what social media and and the internet is here for yes i'm just saying (laughs) but that's real though i mean and 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 Check your crew real quick. This this episode is also we should have I one called Crew
0: Check. Yes,
1: we, next time. Yes, <laughs> well,
0: but I feel like we kind of had one. Like anyway, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like we're legit. Like without going all deep into that, like take this moment to really take inventory on uh, and take stock on who, who you have around you right now, who you have um, pouring into your life. Because the one thing about sisterhood is it's it's pouring. It's about your spirit, and depending on what they pouring into you they may not be no good for you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I surround myself with women who pour nothing but positive energy into me. I'm surrounded by women who do nothing but encourage me to be better than I was the day before. Um, And I surround myself with women who are doing the things that I one day dream to do. I have so many married, amazing married wife friends. Like Mm -hmm. they are such amazing wives and, I I I I I surround myself with them and I hang out with them and I learn from them and I grow from them. I'm not even dating right now, but everybody knows I have a dream to be an, a great wife one day. Um, and I didn't grow up with the greatest example due to my mother's illness, and so there's so many things about marriage and being a wife that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I see some amazing women taking care of their husbands and their children and their families. And it just encourages me. So I surround myself with the women who are doing the things that I dream to do one day. And so take inventory on who you have in your life. And if they're not, if you don't feel yourself growing with your crew, then your crew is not what's up. (laughs)
0: It's
1: not what's up. So I know we gotta go. We gotta go. But I hope that this episode was powerful for you guys. It certainly was powerful for us. And I mean, and and, and it's it is definitely one of those episodes where I'm amazing. I'm glad and I'm happy and I'm honored to be able to do this with my sister. Yeah. So I hope y'all enjoy this. Hit us up, hit us with some comments, share this episode. Please start. Y'all can sh- share our stuff, share our episodes, put it out there. You know, if you need it, somebody else needs it too. We certainly need it. So we love you guys so much. Thank you for all your support. And uh, we will check y'all next time.